nigga was so fucked up. He started getting aggressive with me. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Why is he getting so... Yo, he tried to push me, and he fell. In the trash. In the trash. In the and trash. cut his hand. In the trash. Nigga was bleeding. I'm like, I'm looking at him trash. like, how fucked up do you have to be? Wait, I went to push him, but he moved. <laughs> fell right in the trash. Right in the trash. So I am here. Good weed out here in Vegas. So what? I got good weed out here. Do they really? You know, I've never smoked weed in my life. You know, this is your microphone. You know, I've never smoked weed in my life. I want to though, but I don't want to waste it with just a normal dude. I've waited so long. Mm. It needs to be an epic smoke. (laughs) Yeah, but you don't. You're not even gonna know. You won't. You gotta smoke a little bit before you know if it's epic or not. No, no, no. But the person I smoke it with. Oh, has okay. to be at, like I waited all the all these years. It mm. need to be big. Mm. It needs to be like Barack like Obama, Dave Chappelle, or some shit. No, that because everybody does that. It needs to be with like somebody like a Barack Obama. Mm. You know he smokes, but yeah. that'll be your first time to yeah. smoke. And like I had a chance to smoke out with Snoop. Mm. That was everybody cool. smokes out with Snoop. Though. It's still it's Snoop, bro. It don't matter, Snoop. man. It don't I mean, matter. I had how a chance. do you not smoke weed with Snoop? I was on this tour bus and he wants he want to hit like I was, and I was like no because everybody was smoking with that's not special to smoke out with Snoop I don't know you know man. how many random people have smoked out with Snoop it's still Snoop still it, Snoop it don't matter it don't matter man <laughs> it needs to be somebody that just where you don't hear stories about people smoking out with them you can't tell me there's somebody bigger than Barack Obama if you smoke weed with Barack Obama yeah but what makes you think that Barack's gonna be like here I'm gonna smoke weed with somebody I have never smoked with but. But that's the thing. It don't matter to me anyway. Yeah, but you know he's smoking with people on the low. Jackson. Oh. <laughs> I do not want to. <laughs> he smoke, he smoke, he smoke weed with Jesse Jackson. That'd be epic. That'd yeah. be epic. You smoke weed with one of the popes. I sat, down, I, I sat down with Jesse Jackson one time, and this uh, motherfucker was amazed that we do stand up. He was like, how do you do that? How do you get on stage and just tell jokes to people you don't know? I was like, nigga, how did you... Do what you did. Yeah. Rainbow Coalition. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what are you talking about? Like, your shit is way more impressive than the fact that I just gave people some giggles. I don't but think so. But he was so. fascinated with us. Uh, well, well, actors are fascinated with stand-up comedy. Yeah, they I are, was on, as they should be. I was, yes, you're right. As they should be. I was on the, special people. I was on the set of Modern Family, and this is when Modern Family was huge. Mm. Ty Burrell and uh, Julie Bowen, I think that's her name, uh, two of the main actors on there. And they knew I did stand-up because I was performing at the comedy store that night. Mm. And I go, how do you do that? I go, you're on the biggest TV show in the world. They go, no, 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 people write our words. Like, That's how fine. do you... Well, not only that, though, man, because, you know, I just uh, three weeks ago finished the Acting Conservatory. Conservatory. Mm. Big shout-out to William Esper Studios. Best acting studio in New York City. But as an actor, if you don't get it right, you just do it again. Yeah, you don't. And if you don't get it right, they come over, they give you some notes, they give you some, and then you do it again. You know what I mean? Actors do have a lot of respect, though, for theater actors because you cannot do it again. You know what I mean? When you on stage, you on Broadway, you can't be like, hold on, let me. <laughs> Can you imagine blanking out on Broadway? <laughs> on Hamilton, you be like, oh, wait a minute, let me run that back. You know what? I'm sorry, that was for the last scene. Hold on. Yo, let's let's take that from the, you know what I'm saying? Take it from the top. Yeah, let's take that. Y'all go get a drink. We gonna sort this out. You know what I'm saying? They do have respect for Broadway actors. I have 
mostly respect for Broadway actors, in my opinion, after going through all that we went through, man, in this conservatory is because you have to, as comedians, we're always tinkering. You don't get to tinker as no. a Broadway actor. It has to be verbatim every single night. I can't imagine night. doing that, bro. That's what I'm saying. So to me, that is impressive, even from a comedic standpoint, knowing that you would have to verbatim do the same thing. Is that impressive Plus or that just probably boredom? Smoke weed. I think I think it's I think it's it's, <laughs> it's an impressive boredom. You I'm can't be sure high. You can't smoke weed oh, and be no. on Broadway. Uh, you don't think you nobody on Broadway. Out, bro. I'm telling you, you really think there's nobody. I'm telling you, you, you have lost your black ass mind. You know how many times mind. I've been on stage, oh, my God. and I'm sitting there for like you four or five seconds a, going. You are a new fool. You are a new fool. You can't do that shit on Broadway, bro. You telling me no one on Broadway's ever been? I guarantee you this. Nobody probably cocaine. But not weed. <laughs> but nobody could be on weed and do Hamilton. You can't. You can't remember, bro. I'm not saying that you are zooted, <laughs> but I'm telling you that you telling me no one who's ever worked on Broadway has hit, hit took a hit before. Probably, right. and then they were probably off that show. <laughs> All right, anybody? Look, look, look. Anybody that's been on Broadway or no Broadway actors, yes. leave a comment. Leave, leave a, a comment. I want to know. I'm gonna tag some. <laughs> I, I'm, gonna, I, I'm telling you, I don't think that don't, it's you could do that, bro. I'm with you. I don't think you could smoke weed because and be you just, on Broadway. You bro. just yeah. proved. You just said that you have to be so on the nose every single time. But comedy, like I've seen comedians that are super hot, they sit on stage for thirty seconds Let before they even say something. anything. Let me tell you something, bro. I was so drunk that I start and coked up. I started crying <laughs> one night on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I started crying. You're lying, bro. Okay, hold on, hold on. You're lying, bro. Where was it at? I want to know everything. Let me tell you how bad it was. Mm. I woke up in the morning, and the first text was from Ali in Houston. (laughs) I didn't even remember what happened. Wait, Ali Sadiq? Ali Sadiq. Oh, I love him. Lee can back me up. I have, I have, that means that I have corroborative evidence. you do. Of this insanity. And the first text but when you I rolled were different, over, though, bro. You're when you were right. getting fucked up, you were doing a different. No, no, but bro. so this happened in Houston, Texas. No, no, no. Yo, I, was, he, I was in New York. Me, I was in New York. That's how. That's how I knew something bad had happened. I rolled over and I looked at my phone, <laughs> and it said, "We praying for you, bro." <laughs> Yo, let me tell you how fucked up John used to get. One time we was at uh, what's his name, Ray DeJean's room. Yeah, Remember that shit? Me, you, and Leslie, right? Bed. This nigga was so fucked up. He started getting aggressive with me. <laughs> And I was like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with John? Why is he getting so... Yo, he tried to push me, and he fell. In the trash. In the trash. In the trash. And trash. cut his hand. In the trash. Nigga was bleeding. I'm like, I'm looking at him like, how fucked up do you have to be? Wait, I went to push him, and he moved. <laughs> Smell it on my shoulder a little bit. That's that was, when I was like, John got a problem. Yo. So, so what 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 led you into these problems, man? Like, what was oh, it? Oh man, or was comedy? Look, I started only twelve years ago. You got mm. how long have you been doing it? Shit, I've been doing this since since ninety five. Ninety five, and yeah, almost twenty years. So yeah. I know drugs has always been in the game, but was it huge at a certain point? Because it's still big, but it, was it just some what do you mean in the for business? Some you mean no, like like. <laughs> Or personally, for instance, like disco scene, it was a lot of cocaine, mm. right? No, I don't think. And then comedy in comedy, had a, it, it never had that whole no. like where everybody was just. It's like, an individual thing. Yeah. Okay. It was never like a yeah, scene. It's an individual, right? Like a cocaine scene, like my well in L.A. In L.A., yes, it was, it was because I right? remember. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, what's his name. Um, he used to open up for the 
Sam Kennison. Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, shit. That's fucking weed. Um, <laughs> God damn it. I smoke. like him, too. Lil Young, uh, he, was, he was a... What the fuck is his name? But anyway, he was telling me, he, when he started, he was working at the comedy store. And he said, like, after the shows, Richard Pryor, Arsenio all Hall, of, all of yeah, them used to sit a, down and just chop up Yeah, that was a total just, different time. It, but it was a... It, 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 but that's it was what I'm saying. Scene, you know, like, like did, I didn't know if it was a not time. Doing, he was not, like, that, not, he was not like not there would be, like, chunks of cocaine. They had so much cocaine. He said that they would be, like, chunks of cocaine on the ground. When they left, and he would just pick up the the, the you know, you but, know the actual you know, cocaine you know, and do back, that shit. You know, but back then, man, if you watch some of those old kind of docu series on drug trafficking, they used to load up suitcases of coke. There were no X-ray machines and stuff like that, so they would move coke over here. You know what I mean? Like you could leave Columbia and just bring back a suitcase of Yale. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Miami was built on that. You know what I mean? A lot of that money to turn into real estate money was built on that cocaine money back in the day. But that era ended. Yeah. Some Hollywood so, dudes were snorting all of them. It's almost so, like I, I, my comeuppance was post-Magic Johnson also. So once the AIDS thing was out here, a lot of that sexual revolution stuff scrolled back. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's just now that they find in cures for AIDS and whatever. Younger people, even though they say and they having less sexual partners and less sex, they are more open. Yes. Whereas everything was tightening up after Magic came out Bruh, and said, "Yo, dude, I got the hip." Do you the the, what, the monster? The monster. Yeah. When that, that, do you remember taking your first AIDS test? Oh. I remember. You know what? To be honest with you, I remember, man, being in college as a ball player, and it's it <clears> is debaucherous. Me and Mike was talking about that yeah. yesterday. I remember one time taking my an STD test, and yo, with the teen doctor, and they come in and they ask you a lot of personal questions. You know, how many partners have you had? Whatever, whatever. And I remember he said, "Yo, so how many people have you slept with?" He's got his little clipboard, and I told him. He said, "Whoa." I said, what? <laughs> I don't, I don't think you're supposed to say that. Yo, let me tell you yeah. something. And then he made me take an STD test. When I met John, I was like, how, how? This, he don't dress. He don't, he's not flashy. <laughs> Baddest bitches. Strippers. <laughs> strippers. <laughs> we'll leave the club with this nigga. I got a couple strippers, strippers in trouble. Who gets to fuck strippers? <laughs> Everybody in that club is like, man. <laughs> I wonder if I can fuck this nigga. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually fucking. Her. I'm like, how is he? Do? He must be like the Mac. I don't know if you ever seen that movie, The Mac. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. must be like that. You must be throwing shit in their ear that just got him like <laughs> yeah, fucking mesmerized. Maybe, maybe it's cocaine. Yo, I don't I, know what I, it was. You know but... what? My bestie was a strip club DJ, so I spoke stripper. Mm. Ah, I don't dude. even know what that means. <laughs> no, I tell you what it means because I knew a bunch of DJs and sometimes they were yes. DJs strip clubs. And he goes, "Man, you know what's crazy? This is when I was early twenties. He goes, all you got to do get a stripper is just pay attention to them and mm. actually be interested in what they got to say." Yo, so you know many what? Aren't. I was like Mike mm. said, I was so wild back then because we used to go to like a lot of after I don't think hours. He was listening to them. No, yo, that's not probably not. No, that's not. That wasn't your trick. You didn't like, you. like this dude. It's weird, man. Yo, but do you they know still what, do though? that? Do they still like you? Yo, man, I'm grown now, man. I'm, you know what? My the only thing that I have left to check off, man, is rich. Is to get rich. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? I've never been rich, but I've lived. You know, I've done the private jets, stayed in the mansions, slept with. You know, whatever. I'm not gonna go there, but. 
You know what I mean? Like, I'll say this. The professional athletes and me were sleeping with the same women. i tell so, you one thing I got on top of you. I bagged a supermodel. Mm. Yes, you did. Remember, she lived around the corner. Guy from, from you. Yeah, yep. I'm not going to say her name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will. Alec Wack. I bagged that <laughs> Absolutely. You think I'm not going to say her name? She used to come to, she used to, come to two yes, sets. Remember, yes. y'all used to hang out there. You know how I bagged <laughs> it on? This is the craziest story. Uh, yeah. She called my phone. I was at. Well, I used to work at the Museum of Modern Art, and she called me. And uh, she was just talking to me, and I was like, I don't know who this is. Like, this is def definitely a wrong number. But she's talking to me like I should know who she is. Uh -huh. So I'm like listening, listening to hear something that's going to remind me of who she is. And then finally she goes, I just came back from London. I'm like, oh, I don't know who the fuck this chick is. So I yeah. go, I'm sorry. I, you, I think you called the wrong number. I don't know who you are. She was like, well, why did you talk to me for so long? I was like, because you was talking to me like I should have known who you was. <laughs> and I didn't want to be disrespectful. So uh, so I hung up, I get, I, and that was when I was buying minutes for my phone. This is way oh, back. Yeah, 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 that's when you had to buy minutes. So I was like, I can't waste my minutes on somebody I don't know. <laughs> then she called me back, son. She called me back like every day after that. Because nobody ever talked to her like Cause that. Because nobody ever just listened to her. Yeah, bro. yeah. And I was like, why do you keep calling me? Like, I, I don't even know who minutes. you are. Yeah, Wasting my minutes. I remember her. Yes, and she, and then finally she, I was like, "Who are you? Like, what do you do?" She was like, "Well, if I tell you, you're gonna know who I am." And I'm like, "Wait, well, so this was? She didn't even tell you her name. She was just she, calling she you for conversation." She never told me her name. She just called me to talk, bro, just to talk. It was the craziest thing. You were and like then, a therapist. Yeah, yeah, I felt like that's what was missing in her life. Like, you know what I mean? And she was like, "Let me just, this guy." But you hung out with her for a minute. Well, that's before we, that's, this, all this calling happened before we ever met. We met at the Boston Comedy Club because I was like, yo, we got to meet because I, I can't be wasting my minutes on somebody that I don't know. <laughs> and then she, I was really serious about my minutes. <laughs> I was making no money back then. I'm like, yo, every time I got to go get a card, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's some dollars I got to spend, yo. So she came down there and she was like, um, you know, me, my wife, we got, so when I was messing with Alec, I met the woman who's going to become my wife at the Boston Comedy Club. But we weren't talking like that. We were just like homies. Uh -huh. And I was like, yo, you know somebody named Alec Wack? And she was like, oh, hell yeah, she's a supermodel. I was like, for real? She's a real model? Because when she told me she was a model, I was and like, And they didn't sure. have Google and all no, that stuff. No, back no, no, before no, no. Google and all of that. And she told me she was a model. And I was like, mm. That, yeah, okay. Okay, when she walked in the club the first time you saw her. I what? was like, yo, I know her. <laughs> as soon as she got out the cab, I was like, oh, yeah, she had a shit. very unique look. Very unique. Very, very Couldn't unique. Couldn't fuck for shit. But <laughs> I remember you told me that. Horrible in bed. Yeah, I remember you told me that. <laughs> this I was so disappointed. Yo, I, I can't. Oh, my so I, I'm looking at Addison Ray. She just That's like insane. was jumped on your 37.7 million people. Uh, Charlie D'Amelio blew up like... Basically Who the fuck is Charlie D'Amelio? Like, so she's a straight up artist then. Uh, Nothing else. She's influencer. like an influencer. influencer. She's like an influencer actor with a couple songs. What does that even mean, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's what they do now. What does the influencer even mean? You know, you know, okay, you know, I was talking to my good friend Eric Griffin, and he said something that made a lot of sense, and I always repeat it. He goes, You remember when there were models, Instagram models, and a lot of people made fun of them? Mm -hmm. He goes, Those are the models now. Oh, so yes. so now influencers, those are you know the so people odd. that move projects. Yo, you you got to talk so into the mic, man. This is a Yo, podcast. You okay, know. I'm sorry. I didn't know we was on. Oh, no, I said we were on. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. 
No, that never happened. What are you talking about? Well, I don't even know what you're talking about, my guy. This has been seamless. Now he acting brand new because his shit came back on. No, what are you talking about? I don't know what they. This is never stopped. He ran out of minutes. Let's not lie to the people. <laughs> my cell phone he ran, ran out of minutes. Podcast ran out. <laughs> exactly. I had to re up. Podcast. He had to go get a podcast card. <laughs> re up. <laughs> All right. You know. So so we we cut off. I'm not gonna lie. We cut off on the podcast <laughs> when you were talking about hooking up with some model and she was terrible in bed. Oh yeah, so, she was bad. Moving on from that. John jumps on uh, your little IG live. IG live. Addison Ray said, "Where'd you meet Addison Ray at?" I met Addison at the uh, at the Comedy Cellar. Comedy? Is she a big comedy fan? I don't know. If she's a big comedy fan. She's super chill though. Yeah, yeah, she loves comedy. Yeah, but she's super chill. Did you know who she was when she came up, or how'd y'all meet? Um, you know what? I knew of her because she's such a huge influencer, yeah. but I didn't know know her. You know what I mean? But then you know we were sitting there chopping it up after the show. She, like I said, she's some people are just cool people. Cool people, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, not only is she like a, a a huge huge influencer, but she's super chill though. She's That's also dope. super nice, yeah. That's dope. So she just she just pinged me and was like, "Yo, when when are you when are you getting on stage again?" But we in Vegas. Tell her to come to Vegas. Tell her to come to Vegas. She I got, got thirty seven million oh, followers. Man. She can, uh, she can she afford, can afford that. to fly to Vegas. She can fill up an arena anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, anywhere. That's, that's a lot great. of followers. But that's bro. the thing, Mike Yard. You got to get on it, man. You can't be. You can't be old and be like, I'm not doing all this social media. That's how you get. I think this is the reason why I have both of these men on my show today. It's because I think they are so funny. Every time they come in, these are people I still watch their sets, mm. and I think it's a crime. It's really a crime you haven't put out stuff because you're so anti-social media. But that's I mean, terrible, I have Mike an Yard. Album out. It's <laughs> from how long ago? When did I do it? <laughs> here's the thing. Here's, here's my my thing. Yes. Like I work. I do. I've been doing this for almost thirty years, and I work regularly. Oh my God, do you realize? And I and I and people come to see me, bro. Like when I go to like nobody's just, no no. I'm not trying to cut you off. I'm just saying. Yes, we all work, mm. but you realize this the day we're in. You do one clip. Mm. You talking about work? You talking about working, but doing the same work, but getting paid ten times more for one clip? Yeah, yeah. I feel so you. you need to do that. Well, not man. only not only that though, it doesn't even matter how many people come out to see you. Like, I mean, I remember telling somebody like recently, so like a couple weeks ago, the seller posted a clip, right? And there's a bunch of people on there like, oh, this comedian's awful. They don't show the whole joke. Yeah, but there's. 3.2 million views on that clip from a couple weeks ago. Mm. How many shows would I have to do to get in front of 3.2 million That's people? That's what I'm saying. They have that, those kind of impressions. Okay. It's not possible. <laughs> Dude, Dude. And let me tell you, I posted a clip the other day on my social media, and I didn't know it was controversial until mm. it was controversial. But you'd be amazed. Those people arguing in my comments, not with me, with each other. Oh, yeah. Shot it up even more. Absolutely, that's the, why the engagement and and that's what I learned, man. That's why so many people fake do controversy because it's not even about what they say. It's about people writing in there and wanting to fight with other people that disagree with mm. them, which pushes it up the algorithm. So it's brilliant. Like all these Tucker Carlson's and all these people, they don't even believe what they're saying, but they know it. It, it tracks, man. That's oh, how you get tracks. movement. It tracks. Oh, man. it tracks. Now. Yeah, I mean, you. I listen. I've been like. Going back and forth with that shit, like, do I want to do that? I mean, do I want to invest? I, I'd rather invest my time in writing a script, bro, than, than posting shit yeah. on fucking social media. For fa- I mean, 
Yeah, that's just where my mind is right now. I got now. you. You know what I mean? I would rather create a show idea than post clips on Instagram. You but, feel me? But, you, but here's my point. And I could sell that I show think, and make the same money. Or you could sell the show and make money by just posting a 30-second clip. That wouldn't take you no time because the seller's already... You. The seller's already... The seller already takes Has it for it. The they've work. done the work. They've done the work. They've done the work. I feel, I feel, I feel they've you. Done the work. I feel you. Yeah, they've done the work. You know what it is? I think, and maybe this is my problem, I don't really think about money like that. But it's not about money. It's just about exposure, man. Yeah, but you know like, what? I think it's a crime. Not to cut you, but I think it's a crime that you don't want to share your gift with the world. I think it's an absolute crime. You want to see you know, my gift come to the club. But people, but, but there's only so many people in this Vegas right 70s. now. This ain't the 70s. Right. This ain't yeah, the 70s and 80s. You know, the other thing, though, I'm too, man, in, in all fairness, is I will say this, too. It is very, and I don't give a damn what you're doing. It is very difficult to change. It's difficult, man, when you are really, really good at something like Mike is. Mike is the first person to ever take me on the road. This is my, one of my greatest comedy mentors, my big brother. You know, when I was... In and out of rehab, he didn't flinch. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is this is my guy. When no you were getting booed I, on stage, he when was I there. was getting booed on stage, but I saw what he was doing. I was like, "Oh, just keep doing it, bro. You're gonna get you you gonna get you gonna get them laughs. Don't worry about it." Yeah. So this is my guy, but I know how difficult it is to change when you're when you're this good at something, and then somebody says, "Oh, by the way, now you need to do this goofy thing." It's like, "Oh, come on, man." That's the thing. After for I put me, all man. this, but it's not like goofy. But it's not goofy. No. But it feels that way at first when someone says that to you. When someone if someone says, "No, I, hey, I get you." If someone says, you. "What is the goal in this?" The goal is to one day be a closer, and then you become a closer. And they say, "Oh, you know what? You also got to wear shiny boots." You, you serious, bro? But you're not. You just. Posting a clip that you already do. But I have to edit that clip. Yeah. I have to. There's now more I to gotta. It. People can't even hear anymore. I watch some of these clips. Yeah. You gotta put fucking Caption. captions yeah. no, 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 underneath no, 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 no. it. No, but you know what? In, in all fairness, and this is what I'm talking about about, about the, the difficulty of change, right, Mike? There's there's apps that you literally put your video in. They caption it for you. It's called caption.ai. And there's you, and there's yes, and there's cap cut. Cap cut. 30 seconds later, if I showed it to you, you'd be like, oh, that's all there you is to it. You upload a clip right. and it captures it, you're done. Yes. But that's change, and I get it. I get how difficult sometimes it is to. to how to, old are you, Mike? 53. 53. So you're not that much older than me. Mm. Like, but here's my thinking when somebody says, when I meet people, just, I mean, you're older than me, but not by like mm. lots of years. And I go, you were there when there was no computers. Yeah. And then you were there when there were computers. So if anybody can adapt, it's us. We had no cell phones. Then we had cell There was no internet. We had internet. So our people, us, we're the ones that should be able to adapt the easiest because we're used to technology changing so rapidly mm. in our lives. So that's why I never get caught in, I'm old and I don't do that. Mm. It's because we were there with no video games, consoles, and now they have channels about them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. That's my thing. And that's one of the main reasons I brought Mike here today is to tell him I think it's a crime. That, <laughs> honestly, I brought real, you here. I appreciate you. To Yo, tell is, you it's a, a crime this, that people don't see your This stuff. is a social media intervention. I it know. <laughs> you motherfuckers, you motherfuckers <laughs> just had an intervention That's on right, him. man. Mike, we brought you here. <laughs> I've, known you, I've known you for a long time. You've always been a good friend of mine. <laughs> And I love you, but 
But today, I need you to take the help that we're offering you. I need you to do an Instagram live. There's a flight leaving back to New York in 30 minutes. If you don't take the help that we're offering you, Mike, I'm going to be unable to continue talking to you. He's speaking from, from experience right now. He got the script memorized, man. Yeah. Memorized. John, we you know, care about yo, you, John. Yo, yo, I we can't know. watch you kill yo, yourself. Yo, 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 that's what Esty told me. Yo, I, used to look, I used to be like, yo. That's what she told me when she, put, doing, when she put me out of the comedy cellar. Oh, Esty put you out of the comedy cellar? That's why I'm sober now. So tell me how that all went down. Esty called me and said, well, she said, hey, she could tell I had been drinking at the club, and she said, hey, you know, you know what? I'm going to call you tomorrow. She said, we'll talk about it tomorrow. And then she called me and she said, hey, I'm taking you off the schedule for the rest of the week. And she said, yeah. She said, you know, John, you're welcome to kill yourself. You just can't do it in front of me. Mm. I, I can't go home and stress about you every night. I'm too old for this. She said, you got to pull it together. And she said, I understand the frustration. She said, I can count the people, you know, that I've seen over the years that have the talent. That you, I understand where the frustration is coming from, but you got to wait till it happens. You cannot drink yourself to death. And she said, and you're going to come down here every Sunday so I can look at you because I know what you look like when you've been drinking. So I had to go down there every Sunday so she could look at me. And then I would say, okay, can I send my avails in? Nah. She was like, you're going to have to wait until you get it together, together. I need to know that you really. And then, yeah, it was three months before she let me send my avails in. And then when I came back, whenever I send, if I send five days to ST, she gives me five days. So I send in seven days because I'm desperate, right? I ain't been there yeah, over three months. months, over three months. And I sent her seven days. She sent me one, one show. And then mm. the second week, I sent her seven days. She sent me one. The third week, I sent her seven days. She gave me two and then two and then three and then three. Yeah, ST's like a counselor. Yeah. But that, but that was the end of my drinking. Esty saved your life. Absolutely. He was wilding, bro. Absolutely. Wild. Absolutely saved my life. Wow. Everybody was worried about this dude. How many? Do, were you in any interventions, or they all didn't do that? No, I didn't. I I, I didn't have an intervention with him, but mm. I used to always tell him, like, "What are you doing?" Like he used to get. Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> the way you just fucked like up. I mean, John was doing it on a different level. Oh, and, and, wow. yeah, he was. Are you he surprised was you're not in. dead? Sometimes you know what you know what's so funny is sometimes I get pissed off when I see things that aren't fair. You know what I mean? You watch some of these unhilarious ass people getting late night JFL, whatever. But then I think to myself, if life was fair, I'd be dead. Hmm. So it's a good thing it ain't fair. Yeah, that's a fact. It's a good thing it ain't fair. Because if it was, I wouldn't be here. Because somebody could do it once, what you did once, and mm. die. Oh, yeah. I used to try to overdose all the time. On purpose? Oh, yeah. And then I would wake up the next day like, I can't even do that right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is terrible. The crazy thing is, like, where did that come from, though? Because... Like, if you look at your life on a whole, you had a pretty good ride. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. If this ceiling falls in on me, I don't want anybody to... It, I put it like this. Mike knows me, knows me. Anybody who come to my funeral and they sad the whole time, mm. they didn't know me. Mm. Mm. There's going to be some people that come to know me that's sad, but you're going to hear them giggling after that. Like, yo, remember oh, that they're time? They're going to be talking about all yes, the shit yes, here. Yes, yes. <laughs> the that's people all you who know me. The people who know me, yeah, no one's going to cry. The whole, no one who knew me knew, would yeah. ever... They would be like, 
that motherfucker had a hell of a ride. Yeah, they knew, he a, lucky to even make it this far. He, but but I'm saying it was so good. Yeah, you know what I mean. We always talk about white privilege, but you talk about black privilege, bro. The hood athlete, you know what I'm saying? To comedy, everybody takes to, care to, of you. To, yes, I've been taking care since I was man. My my girlfriend when I was 16, 17 was Miss Black Colorado, and it never let up. You know what I mean? This is this has been one glorious ride. If I died today. Zero, zero, zero regrets. And God forbid this 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 app is on the move. Now let's talk about Blap because mm. I, I know that that's another reason I brought you in. Every time I have you in, I want you to promote it. I want it to get bigger because I do want to get a paycheck when you get some money. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your investment. This is, in my, Blap. this is my investment in you. You'd be like, this yo, is my, this is my twenty. This is my twenty thousand dollars. I'm seeing, 20, I'm seeing the numbers. Bands. Remember I, when yeah, you were right. on my podcast? Yes, yeah. Yep. 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 Blap. Let's talk about Blap because this is something that um, I'm very proud of. I like to help the black community because I'm part of it as well. Mm -hmm. So it's a thing where anytime I can uh, give that platform to somebody, I love to do it. So please, the floor is yours. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, you know, watching George Floyd get choked out, man, it really rattled me. You know, this dude's the same height, exact same weight to the to the exact. I was 215, 6'4", 215, same skin color, same haircut. It's like watching myself die. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I decided this time, man, that, you know, I was going to do something. You know the old saying in the hood, if you knew better, you do better. Yeah. You know what I mean? I knew better. So marching and yelling and complaining and waiting on the government to do something. And so I made a phone call to Silicon Valley, a friend of mine named Margo, who actually lived in the hood back from Denver. And she was at Facebook and then had a dinner guest over, man. And the guy said, hey, tell your boy I'll do it. I'll do it for free. That'll be my contribution to the Black Lives Matter movement, mm -hmm. uh, my boy Matt. And then we just, you know, I'm a, people who know me know I'm a worker bee. So I just got up every morning, man, at uh, 8 o'clock in the morning for like over a year till we got a prototype and then, you know, handed that off. But it's growing now, man. So, um, you know, and, and, you know, every once in a while you get those – DMs or something that move you. People don't know who they talking to. They don't yeah. know I'm the only one that reads the damn yeah. things. Uh -huh. And it's like, oh, to focus at Blap. You know, I've been getting these extra customers. Thank you so much. This lawyer guy came in and told me, you know, his business, he was packing up. Somebody came in, $5,000 a month retainer they gave him for the next three years. And he said, yo, man, I don't know how much $5,000 means to you, but to me and my family, it meant everything. You know, you get those type of, uh, those type of folks chirping in man and you like yeah this is bigger than me you yeah. know what i'm saying it's, it's not it, like it's not like comedy or or you know like basketball you working for yourself but i know that at the end of this you know i might have a chance <clears throat> to start recirculating that black dollar which yeah. would uh you know no matter how funny i am or how much of a barbershop legend you are they still argued about you in denver Blap is what's going to go on my but tombstone. you got to explain to them exactly what Blap is. Yeah, you still, yeah, Blap you're is a terrible salesman. Yo, really yo, Blap. I'm sitting here going, yeah, okay. George Floyd. What, yeah. like, what is Blap? Yo, Blap, Blap, Blap. Okay. Let them know exactly what it is. It's a geolocated app 
uh, and also has an e-commerce platform on it for black-owned businesses. But there there's over 60,000 black-owned businesses on this app. All right. Yeah. It's a, it's so a, if you want to support black-owned businesses, download Blab. no matter what color you are. No matter what color. Download Blab. Yes. It's and on the App Store, the Play Store. So when I'm in any area, when I'm It's a digital touring, green book. It's a digital green yeah. book. Thank, thank you for explaining his yeah, app better than him. I just fucking yeah. do it for you, man. Yeah, exactly. It's a digital green book. And there it's as simple as it could possibly get because everybody can read a damn Google map. So it's all so you know. What, no matter where you go, you just turn it on and it'll yep. show you all the black owned. There's Las Vegas right Look at there. That, right there. On the map. That camera right Bam. there. Bam. That camera right Bam. there. Bam. It's super simple. And we'll and we'll zoom in on it. Yeah. And edit. Yeah. All good. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Um before we get out of here, I just wanna let you guys know like like I told you before, I love you guys. I think I think it's a crime you don't put out your own stuff. And I'm gonna say it again. And I'm so proud of you. I've only known I, I haven't known you that long, but I've known you a little bit better. But what I love is how good you are at the craft, how I learned so much just talking to y'all. And I mean, we could get into deep conversations on another podcast, you know, mm. this one. We had some technical difficulties, took away some time. But I would love when y'all come back to do another one because there's a lot of – I would love to do a podcast just about problems in the world and the way you see it and things mm. like that because we had such a good time talking about oh, it yeah. at, at dinner. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? I think people would be fascinated to hear. You know, it, it, it's it's a lot of stuff going on out there. And the what I love about comedy is it's the only time people actually listen because you have to listen. To, under, to get the joke. And that's what I love about our platform, too. Is- what I love about comedy is that I love that, you know, you could make people think, you could make people see things differently. But I also hate, what I don't like is that it's hard to be the motherfucker that sees the reality. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like when you're watching the world implode and you you're like, but you don't have to do that. And comics, we see that. We see the world the exact way it is. We don't get involved in ideology or none of that dumb shit. We just look at the world the way it should be, the way it's supposed to be, the, or the way it is. And we see all the craziness on, on both sides. You know what I mean? Both of these motherfuckers are insane. When you talk about like politics, Republicans, and they're both insane. Mm-hmm. So for me, what's killing me, and that's what I started talking about more, and that's why I want to do my special on is that I just... It's so hard to watch people just live in this fucking fake-ass world that they've created for themselves. You know what I mean? You know what? I disagree with you. Because, one, number one, I don't think that they created it for themselves. I think someone created it. They chose a side, though. Yeah, but someone's creating to keep feeding the the nonsense. I also don't... You have have a choice whether you take it or not. Right, but I'm just saying, once you go into that silo, you're kind of in that silo. But I also don't believe, you know, this whole little... Both sides is, uh, I think that that's really nonsensical. It's almost like saying. What? I, What's nonsensical? That, that, that both sides do the same thing. They do! Just stay with me. Let me finish. And then you can you can chime in. Um, it, to me, saying both sides do the same thing is like saying, I have two bad kids. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, <laughs> you know, you, you have a son and a daughter. That's mm-hmm. almost like you saying, yeah, my son, he just sometimes doesn't want to go to bed at night. My daughter, she tries to burn my neighbor's houses down. You know what I'm saying? That's not the same thing. But they both do that. What are you talking about? They don't both try to burn. They both censor speech. They both censor people. They both force One of them, right. One side tried to end democracy. 
That's not the same thing as policy well, Donald arguments. Trump tried to end democracy. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, but they're defending it. There's another side that's defending it. That's a false equivalent. When someone says, you know what, man, I just don't it's feel like a, going to bed I versus, disagree. you know what, I'm going to burn this house down. That's not I the disagree, same. bro. But one, both of them, their main focus is to end speech that don't, uh, that they don't agree with. Both of them do that. So when you're telling me that it's a false equivalent, I disagree vehemently. They both try to end speech. They both try to you're talking, dictate. Right, but I'm talking about trying to end everything. I don't think they were trying to end any, everything. You I don't, think, you don't think, I think these, what happened on January 6th is motherfuckers trying to end let me, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. What do you think would have happened? And don't take my word for it. Read mm -hmm. the transcripts. What do you think these guys would have done had they got a hold of some of the senators or Nancy Pelosi or Mike Pence, what do you think they would have done? You think they'd have took him out to IHOP? No, I, no, no. I'm not. But look, you talking? But you're talking. These I'm not. Fools came to I'm end democracy, and the president of the United States sat there. <clears throat> that's not. That's not the same. This nonsensical. Oh, they all do the same thing. That's not the same thing. It, they absolutely One guy tried is the to same end thing, bro. The United States. I don't believe that's what was happening. What do you I think? think what they were trying they, to do? What do you think would have happened if they would have? If they would have murdered? Those senators, if they would have got into the, the chamber where those senators mm -hmm. and Congress people were there and they murder some of them, mm -hmm. you could not have a vote that night mm -hmm. to certify the election. Okay. He would have ended democracy because then he could have said, oh, all hell broke loose. I got to bring in the military. I got to do something drastic. That's not the same I as I think a what policy. they were doing was just trying to impose their will. On the rest of the country. But Just why, like bo both but, sides but, do but, that. But why would this guy sit there if he's not contributing to that? <laughs> what do you mean? Why would the president... Are you talking about Donald Trump? I don't... Listen, my view on Donald Trump is I, I don't have an issue with Donald Trump. I have an issue with the <laughs> motherfuckers that follow Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump is going to do him. Okay. Yeah. And he's one of the most selfish individuals ever in the history of America. And the, the planet. Yes. He's one of the most narcissistic so individuals. How, so how do you compare but that? I, what I'm saying is I do not blame him for what other people do. He could say whatever the fuck he wants. But you're a grown-up. And you have a choice whether you run up on the Capitol or not. I used to actually enjoy watching Fox News because me and you can have a different opinion about how to grow the economy. We can 100%. have a different about what to do with Ukraine. Should we send them stuff? Should we not send them stuff? It's different when you just make up stuff. Yeah. Here's the thing. You just I, out of when, there's a difference between arguing about how to get something done and just lying and saying, you know what, these machines to the point that you get sued for seven hundred eighty-seven okay. million dollars in court and lose. That's totally different. So, no, I agree. I agree. But I believe what Mike Mike sold the show to Universal. Can I say that? Mm -hmm. Sold the show to Universal and the executive that was in the room, obviously white, right, mm -hmm. a white guy. Yeah. And he goes, Mike told his story about coming up in New York, and that white guy said. I grew up in the same New York, and I've never seen anything of that. And I think that's what the news is. It's just showing two different stories uh, based on the same facts. See, That's all they're doing. My, my point is this. I'm not saying Donald Trump is not dangerous. That's not my point. No, my I know point what you're is saying. The Republican Party and the Democrats. You're talking about the, 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 the Republican Party that Donald Trump created. Mm -hmm. But even before that. The Republican Party and the Democratic Party were still doing they, they they still do the same shit. 
Okay, they just hide it in red and blue. I think but Donald they do Trump the same was, shit. Donald, Donald Trump, Trump changed the game, yeah. made it a more violent. He sure did. Absolutely. I, and I also think he said what other people kept quiet that was going on anyway. Yeah, he's only saying what these people are already doing. Yeah. Out loud. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, yeah, we could sit here and hate Donald Trump and blame him all the time, but he's not, he didn't storm the Capitol. No. But all these grown ups, grown ass oh, no, men I, and women. I, wouldn't, I would never blame one person either. Yeah, I, grown I, I agree men with and you women. on that. I would never blame. And I, and I, they made a, a choice. And I'm with you. I hate when people blame other people for what for what they the shit did, they did. What they did. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. that's all I'm saying is, that's why I say I don't hate Donald Trump. He's gonna say whatever he want to say because yeah. he's a selfish it's individual. It's about the followers. And whatever he got to say to get what he want, he's gonna say. Right. You but, have a choice whether you follow him or not. Right. Yeah. But what I'm what I'm saying is to your point, I I couldn't agree with you more, Mike, about blaming one person, but. Mm -hmm. Look at the speeches that were made later on that night mm -hmm. about people saying this was his fault. And then look at what they've done now to a guy who they said in the halls of Congress, this guy tried to end the, a 250-something year but experiment. I, I get that. But and you now realize... backpedaled, meaning you know that they know. Yeah, yeah. But the you, Democrats would never. No, I agree. They would never do that. You know that. But, you know they but would never do I that. Do, so there's I no do, comparison. Okay. But I do believe... And if you go in history, there's always a moment where the other party thinks the other side is taking over the country. Because you can go back to Abraham Lincoln. Absolutely. You go, so then, but let's, call, well, we're, but we're, let's you, call it what it is. Not, let's not say that they're both the same. That's all I'm saying. Nigga, no. they, the Democrat Party is the one that wrote the 1994 crime bill that sent a, bu a bunch of fucking children to jail for having like a fucking bag of weed on them. And, and gave but, motherfuckers right. like 30 years to life, right. bro. But the Mike, Democrats wrote but Mike, that. What so I'm, what are we doing? Right, what are Mike, we talking right. about? But Mike, what I'm saying to you is I agree. I Joe agree. Biden wait, wait, wrote wait. that. I agreed with you in the beginning when I said those are policy fights. You said they wrote the bill. That's a policy fight. That's not inviting thugs to end democracy. A policy fight, I'm with you. I think that they but, both do shitty things. I totally but agree. But that's what invited Stop and Frisk and all this, uh, all that's this shit. That's a policy What he says is a policy. I, I understand But it has real world too. implications. So why are we letting I'm Democrats saying, off the hook not, when they do evil shit to us too? It's they do. Right, but you're talking about a policy debate. I agree with you. Okay, we're, we're, we're the, to be continued. I get a, I get a little emotional. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as, yeah. Wait, as you should, but and I'm that's saying, how he is on stage. But, that's but, why people but, but need that, to see that. But that still lies within the democratic process. Mm -hmm. Using force to overturn an election is foreign. That's not the same thing the, as bad policy. Even if it, even if it affects me as a black man who used to get stop and frisk, that's still a policy but I debate. Think, I think that, that I was think, a horrible day for but, Republicans. That was a bad day for but them the problem. They did that. The problem. The problem I have with both sides, and Mike hit on one, and you hit on one. The parties, the the Republicans won't come out and say it's wrong. Even the no, they will not. Even the candidates that are running today. Well, Chris even Christie. Well, wait a minute. Even no. after they did say it was wrong yeah. that night. That night. They said it. And now they're like, ah, uh, you know. That's happens. totally different. So, so I don't like that they don't come out. Even the people that are running for president. Because they don't want to lose their seats. But I also don't like where Democrats, back when they did that bill... They won't say that's wrong either. Exactly. They won't say that's you wrong. You know who did prison reform? Donald Trump. Right, but what I'm saying, it's still, yep. that's a policy debate. I, we can have the policy debate. I agree all January 6th was a bad fucking day. And I agree that Donald Trump spurred that shit on, talking a lot of that incendiary shit. But right? I mean, if every time someone loses, we say, you know what? Let me go get my gun. 
No, I get you, but you That's realize totally different. But, but you but, realize but the country. That, oh, they're all doing the same thing. No, we're not. No, we're not going to get our guns and running up in the Capitol when we don't like what you, happened. But can you imagine? We don't like the crime bill, so now we just going to run. You know no, what? No. Let's run up in there and start shooting mm -hmm. motherfuckers. We get, no one did that ever. But do you... But You like, cannot compare. They're not comparable. No, I understand. Mm -hmm. I understand. But I will say, can you imagine? And it's sad that people say that. But can you imagine? If you feeling this about people storming the Capitol and trying to overturn an election, can you imagine when they let black people free? How the country mm -hmm. reacted to that? Oh yeah, all, of course. Can totally you imagine? Bad. So, so that the, what I'm saying is, there's always these moments in history where people feel like, oh, it's going to end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so, shit. so when, this is when, nothing new. When when they let Jackie out there, you Jackie know, who? Jackie Robinson. Oh yeah. You you know that there had to be a whole lot of oh, there goes the neighborhood. neighborhood. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. You let him into the pastime. But but as far as policy and politics, it's always like I read a lot of books on. There's always a moment where one president. Is gonna ruin the world, and, and I thought it's Barack Obama was gonna ruin the world, and I always happens. And I don't believe because I'm one of the few people that believes that this guy's going to jail, and Ooh, I've been saying yes. I, I do believe. I don't think he's going to go to jail. That's fine. And I've been taking bets. I got fifteen hundred on it. I'm gonna get my money. All right. Uh, uh, where funny. can people where where can people find y'all? Uh, I'm on, oh, you you're know, not, you're I'm not on, on nothing. I'm on, I'm on all of it, but I, don't, I just don't. But call you can check me out it. on, um, yeah. You it's can, number 718. Call me on my rotary phone. <laughs> I got a house phone. Page him. Page him. still got a page Two way me. Two way me. Hit him, hit him, hit him on the chirp. <laughs> Mike Yard Chirping. Comedy. Chirping. Mike Yard Comedy across all platforms. Dash, Mike Yard dash Comedy. Dash 911. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Yo, John, where can we first read? and foremost, download Black. Yes. Geolocated app. Let you know all the black owned businesses are around you. Also, hit me at He Was Funny. Yeah, hit me at all He right. Was Funny. As always, uh, I'm, I'm on tour. Check out my schedule. I kick off uh, my brand new tour called Do I Lie? Uh, actually, August 4th and 5th in La Jolla, California. We always sell it out, so come on out at the comedy store. Thanks for hanging. Later. Thank <laughs> you.